I just love doing interviews with interesting people on the show and even better when they are an old friend. Not that I'm calling him old, but I've known him for a very long time. Welcome Andre Gatling to the show. Andre is uh, someone who I did comedy with at the DC Improv more than 10 years ago. And I've known you as a brutally funny comedian who grew up in DC during like the Mary and Barry era. And oh, yeah. you, you brought such realness and such humor to the stage. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that I would ever, I wouldn't have guessed you would have been a best-selling children's author. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> Me either. You've got your book, Penelope's Bully, which was number one, you were saying, in Amazon uh, eBooks for kids? Uh, for uh, children's dog books and uh, prejudice and racism, which is a category that's uh, for difficult discussions for children. So how did it come about that you wrote a children's book about about pit bulls, about this this young woman yeah. named Penelope and her pit bull Chloe? When I did stand up, I, I used to kind of uh, identify myself as a pit bull. Um, some of the the prejudice that they went through, some of the discrimination they went through, um, and I and that's what started the whole rescue initially. And I was looking for an idea, just like writing a joke. You know, sometimes as comics, we try to find indiscreet ways to lead you down a road and and then surprise you with a punchline and so the uh, I kind of it just kind of came to me I had this this animation idea where I wrote this explicit story of uh, my girlfriend and uh, when she was a child and she meets a pit bull and they both go through discrimination but it was explicit I mean it was I mean I, literally when I wrote the story and I gave it to a publisher saying, hey, this is an animation. It's like, this is not for the kids. This is this shouldn't be for kids. But I was really trying to identify uh, discrimination. And I was trying to put that burden on the pit bull. Um, the pit bull has taken a lot of burden. So it was kind of uh, innate for me to kind of just say, well, hey, why don't I use the pit bull as a, a way to show people how we act, how we treat people, but use a dog in that regard. And lo and behold, the publisher thought the idea was great. Uh, they, uh, you know, they, they wanted to clean it up a lot. <laughs> and, uh, they did a lot of editing. I mean, I think we edited 1,700 words down to, I believe, 700 words. And um, it was just, it was just a, an idea that really just, just flourished. Uh, you know, I, I didn't expect it to be wh what it is. I didn't expect it to even be this, you know, to even have this kind of uh, legs with it. One of the guys we performed with gave me a phone call that morning. It was like, I think it was the 27th. And he said, how, how, how the hell you have a number one book? And, I was like, <laughs> and even I was like, I don't have a number one book. What are you talking about? He said, you got a number one book in two categories. I was like, well, oh, let me find. You know, I couldn't see the stuff. He could see it. And I was like, wow. I, it blew my mind. It, it, it really did. I didn't expect that. Well, um, the book is on Amazon. You can get the ebook, uh, Penelope's Bully, and I just read it and bought it today, which now that makes my summer reading titles too. So thank you. <laughs> that's, that's, that's about right. Tommy reading a children's book. <laughs> Me writing it is perfect. <laughs> who, who knew? <laughs> Andre, yeah, I want to talk to you about that because as a parent, I, you know, I have used books and other experts to help have those really tough conversations. And with racial injustice just being on the top of, of mine right now and, and, and parents having those tough conversations with their kids, yeah. 
did you ever think that you would be this type of influence to break down, help break down those barriers and help parents give their tool, that tool to these parents? I, I swear, I swear, Kelly, I did not. I mean, I will say I did have intentions when uh, the editor and I sat down for, I mean, we sat down for months. I wrote this story eight years ago. Um, I did have intentions of changing perception. We all have bullies and children more so than anything have to learn how to either deal with them and have and come from a point of understanding. And that's something that I have to do with with animals. When I deal with aggressive animals, um, I, I have to come from a place of understanding. I have to come from a place of calm. And it just blew me away that the, the, it actually was a, something that would help the, the parents really have this conversation about race, why maybe, you know, what's going on today. So it was just amazing that all of the experiences I came, you know, that came to me and that happened to me, I was able to kind of get a lot of that out in a children's book of all things. I, it blew my mind, but it's a good thing. I, I, I have to say I'm, 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 I'm humbled that the book even helped people have this conversation. What's been the review that you received and you were just like, wow, okay, wow. God, um, all of the reviews. Um, me and you had a talk a couple of weeks ago and I, I was telling you about a, a review. The biggest one was uh, an adult telling me that they were, they were, they were gonna read the book. So they actually went on Facebook, they said, I'm gonna read the book, to my kid tonight, and I'll let you know what happened. And then they wrote a review and they said that they said that it opened up these doors of conversation and the little girl was kind of it was obvious that you know the main character had bullies but the little girl realized that the dog had just as many bullies and she kind of told the mother that this this is kind of like the title mommy that penelope has bullies but chloe does too and it was just it just blew my mind that the girl got the subliminal part and the direct part and it was a little kid. I mean, it was a kid. I think the kid was maybe four or five years old. And I was like, I, are kids even talking at four or five years? I didn't. I don't know kids. I was like, you should know that if you're a children's author, Dre. You got to get a or something. No, exactly. It's like it's like when they said that's a double entendre. I had to pretend like, yeah, that's yeah, that's what it is. A, it sounded like something illegal. <laughs> a double entendre. Should that be in the children's book? Um, I want to point out uh, page, I guess it's 12. I love, um, again, not giving any spoilers away because you should buy the book. Right. Penelope's bully. But there's a there's a scene where Chloe, the pit bull, is, is leaving the pound and talks about changing um, what humans think of them. And uh, one of her pound friends says, with love, little one, one human at a time. Yeah. That's how you change people's minds about pit bulls, which yeah. that is a... It's an incredible metaphor. And it was a metaphor that it's hard for me to talk about my past. You know, I don't like to talk about my past a lot. Um, I actually wanted to write a book about my past, but <laughs> the publisher said, well, no, there's too many of you, the people you dealt with that are still in jail and alive. So don't do that. So that line was a line that an older guy gave me. Um, uh, I, I was a little devil, you know, and I, I met this older guy and 
You know, I just, I just didn't understand why people treated us a certain way. Let's just say that. And being from Southeast DC, you're, you have this perception, you know, and I always say I was kind of like what the ghetto nerd, I guess that's the term people are using. Um, even though I grew up there, I love reading, I love, you know, uh, writing. Um, and I, I, and I just, just get mad about everything. And his thing was, this isn't, this isn't the life that you want to grow up in. This is this isn't the way you want to see yourself at 50. And it's funny, I'm, I'll be 49 this year. And that line literally was what an older man told me. The only way that you're going to affect the world positively and, and do some things that you can look back on and be proud of, as opposed to the things I really wasn't proud of the things I was good. I was good at them, but I wasn't proud of them. And he, and he told me, he said, you know, there's no real answer to change what people perceive about you. The only thing you can do is hopefully get them to love you. And comedy opened that door. Comedy really opened that door. Um, I was a hard worker, you know, I, I worked my way up from a mailroom to a legal assistant during those those years before comedy. And I, I knew that there were some other things I needed to do. And, and it's funny, you know, it's funny. Now, I don't wanna talk you to death, but uh, my girlfriend started, uh, uh, mentoring this little girl during that time and the little girl asked me what do you want what did you want to be when you wanted to grow up <laughs> I thought I wanted to be a rapper because I did I thought I could rap thought I was good I still think I'm good to be honest with you I would but, buy it <laughs> and not, I wouldn't just stream it I would actually hit the download buy button on whatever rap <laughs> put out oh, on Andre. vicious lyrics vicious <laughs> lyrics I call myself Pitbull but well, that name already taken that one's taken yeah, you, yeah not, already taken. Mr. 202 <laughs> but uh, the little girl asked me, what did you want to be when you grow up? And I said, I said, well, I want to be a rapper. And she said, well, why didn't you? I was a legal assistant at that point. She said, well, why didn't you? And I said, well, you know, you grow up and, you know, you got bills and you got to start, you know, following the opportunities that's given to you. The little girl said, nah, that wasn't it. That's a little girl. That's like seven, eight year girl. She said, she said, you just didn't make the people want you. And I was like, hmm. And, and and it may not seem profound then, but it stayed on my mind all that day. And I thought about it and I said, you know what? I haven't done anything to make people want to love me. You know, I've been, you know, I did, my career was good at that point. I stopped doing a lot of the things I used to do, but I didn't do the things that made people want me. And that's what made me say I needed to start kind of checking off some boxes of things that I wanted to do. Andre, thank you for your time, man. I'm so proud of your uh, success. And again, I've I read the book. It was on my summer reading. I, I, I recommend <laughs> wow. it fully to anybody, wow. you know, for kids or for adults. Uh, Penelope's Bully, number one on the Amazon uh, eBooks for kids and eBooks uh, about racial justice and hard conversations. I cannot wait for the next books. And I, I'm so I'm so happy uh, you took eight years to write 700 words. You made it happen, my friend. <laughs> I, I just want to know how you ain't aged during the COVID. What is going on? What, what are you? Er coconut water, good lighting, and some weapons-grade eye cream. That's how I'm okay, doing it. I'm, I'm going to buy me some coconut water right away. <laughs> Andre Gatley, thanks for being our guest this morning. You're welcome back anytime to chat about whatever you want. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Y'all have a good one.